ஹரே கிருஷ்ணா குட் மார்னிங் எவ்ரிபடி வெல்கம் டு த டெய்லி மார்னிங் ஸ்ரீமத் பாகவதம் கிளாஸ் ஜய ராதவ குஞ்சிஹாரி ஜய ராதவ குஞ்சிஹாரி ஜய கோபிஜனாவல்லிவாரி ஜய கோபிஜனாவல்லிவாரி யோதானந்தனஜனஜனஜனஜனஜனஜனஜனஜனஜனஜனஜனஜனஜனஜனஜனஜனஜனஜனஜனஜனஜனஜனஜனஜனஜனஜனஜனஜனஜனஜனஜ
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Jaya Prabhupada, Jaya Prabhupada, Jaya Prabhupada, Jaya Prabhupada. Jaya Jaya Prabhupada, 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 Jaya Jaya Prabhupada. Jayam Vishnupada Paramahamsa Parivraja Kacharya Shrotra Sata Shri Srimad Divine Grace Esi Bhakti Vedanta Swami Shla Prabhupada Ki Jai Grantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai Anantakoti Vaishnav Rind Ki Jai Yatai Gaur Premanande All Glories to the Assembled Devotees All Glories to the Assembled Devotees Hare Krishna All Glories to the Assembled Devotees Hare Krishna All Glories, All Glories, All Glories to Shri Shri Guru and Shri Gauranga All Glories to Shri Prabhupada Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Chaiva Narottamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Jayamudirayet Nashta prayeshu abhadreshu Nityam bhagavata sevaya Bhagavati uttama shloke Bhaktir bhavati naishtiki So we are continuing with uh, Canto 1, Chapter 8, titled Prayers by Queen Kunti. And uh, we are on text 37 today. Apyajyanyastvam svakrite hita prabho Apyajyanyastvam svakrite hita prabho Jiha sasi svet suhrudo nu jivina Jiha sasi svet suhrudo nu jivina Esham Nachanyad Bhavata Padambujat Parayanam Rajasu Yojitam Hamsam Parayanam Rajasu Yojitam Hasam Apyajyanastvam svakrite hita prabho Jiha sasisvet suhrudonu jivina Yesham na chanyad bhavata padambujat 
ಪರಾಯಣಂ ರಾಜಸುಯೋಜಿತಾಂ ಹಸಾಂ ಅಪ್ಯಜ್ಯನಸ್ವಕೃತೇತಪ್ರಭೋ ಜಿಹಾಸಿ ಸ್ವೇತ್ಸುಹೃದೋನುಜೀವಿ ಚಾನ್ಯದ್ಭವತ ಪದಾಂಬುಜಾತ್ ಪರಾಯಣಂ ರಾಜಸುಯೋಜಿತ ಹಸಾಂ ಅಪ್ಯಜ್ಯನಸ್ವಕೃತೇತಪ್ರಭೋ ಜಿಹಾಸಿ ಸ್ವೇತ್ಸುಹೃದೋನುಜೀವಿ ಚಾನ್ಯದ್ಭವತ ಪದಾಂಬುಜಾತ್ ಪರಾಯಣಂ ರಾಜಸುಯೋಜಿತಾಂಹಸಾಂಕ್ಯೂಶೋರ್ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಪ್ರಪೋರ್ಟ್ ಬೈ ಡಿವೈನ್ ಗ್ರೇಸ್ ಎಸಿ ಭಕ್ತಿ ವೇದಾಂತ ಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಶ್ರೀಲ ಪ್ರಭುಪಾದ್ ಶ್ರೀಲ ಪ್ರಭುಪಾದ್ ಕಿ ಜಾಯ್ ಅಪಿ ಇಫ್ ಅಧ್ಯ ಟುಡೆ ನಃ ಅಸ್ ತ್ವಂ ಯು ಸ್ವಕೃತ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಕ್ಯೂಟೆಡ್ ಇಹಿತ ಆಲ್ ಡ್ಯೂಟೀಸ್ ಪ್ರಭೋ ಓ ಮೈ ಲಾಡ್ ಜಿಹಾಸಿ ಗಿವಿಂಗ್ ಅಪ್ ಸ್ವೇತ್ ಪಾಸಿಬ್ಲಿ ಸುಹೃದ ಇಂಟಿಮೇಟ್ ಫ್ರೆಂಡ್ಸ್ ಅನುಜೀವಿನ living at the mercy of esham of whom na nor cha and anyat anyone else bhavata yar padambujat from the lotus feet parayanam dependent rajasu unto the kings ಯೋಜಿತ ಎಂಗೇಜ್ ಇನ್ ಅಂಹಸಾಂ ಎನಿಮಿಟಿ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಓ ಮೈ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಯು ಎಕ್ಸಿಕ್ಯೂಟೆಡ್ ಆಲ್ ಡ್ಯೂಟೀಸ್ ಯುವರ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಆರ್ ಯು ಲೀವಿಂಗ್ ಅಸ್ ಟುಡೇ ದೋ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಕಂಪ್ಲೀಟ್ಲಿ ಡಿಪೆಂಡೆಂಟ್ ಆನ್ ಯುವರ್ ಮರ್ಸಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ನೋ ಒನ್ ಎಲ್ಸ್ ಟು ಪ್ರೊಟೆಕ್ಟ್ ಅಸ್ ನಾವ್ ಮೆನ್ ಆಲ್ ಕಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಎಟ್ ಎನಿಮಿಟಿ ವಿತ್ ಅಸ್ ಪ್ಲೀಸ್ ರಿಪೀಟ್ ಓ ಮೈ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಯು ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಕ್ಯೂಟೆಡ್ ಆಲ್ ಡ್ಯೂಟೀಸ್ ಯುವರ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ are you leaving us today though we are completely dependent on your mercy and have no one else to protect us when all the kings are at enmity with us purport <clears throat> the pandavas are most fortunate because with all good luck they were entirely dependent on the mercy of the lord in the material world to be dependent on the mercy of someone else is the utmost sign of misfortune but in the case of our transcendental relation with the lord it is the most fortunate case when we can live completely dependent on him the material disease is due to thinking of becoming independent of everything but the cruel material nature does not allow us to become independent the false attempt to become independent of the stringent laws of nature is known as material advancement of experimental knowledge the whole material world is moving on this false attempt of becoming independent of the laws of nature beginning from ravana who wanted to prepare a direct staircase to the planets of heaven down to the present age they are thinking they are trying to overcome the laws of nature they are trying now to approach distant planetary systems by electronic mechanical power but the highest goal of human civilization is to work hard under the guidance of the lord 
and become completely dependent on him. The highest achievement of perfect civilization is to work with valor but at the same time depend completely on the Lord. The Pandavas were the ideal executors of this standard of civilization. Undoubtedly, they were completely dependent on the goodwill of Lord Sri Krishna. But they were not idle parasites of the Lord. They were all highly qualified both by personal character and by physical activities. Still, they always looked for the mercy of the Lord because they knew that every living being is dependent by constitutional position. The perfection of life is therefore to become dependent on the will of the Lord instead of becoming falsely independent in the material world. Those who try to become falsely independent of the Lord are called anatha or without any guardian. Whereas those who are completely dependent on the will of the Lord are called sanatha or those having someone to protect them. Therefore, we must try to be sanatha or that we can always be protected from the unfavorable condition of material existence. By the deluding power of the external material nature, we forget that the material condition of life is the most undesirable perplexity. The Bhagavad Gita therefore directs us, 7.19, that after many many births, one, one fortunate person becomes aware of the fact that Vasudeva is all in all and that the best way <clears throat> of leading one's life is to surrender unto him completely. That is the sign of a Mahatma. All the members of the Pandava family were Mahatmas in household life. Maharaj Yudhishthira was the head of these Mahatmas and Queen Kunti Devi was the mother. The lessons of the Bhagavad Gita and all the Puranas, specifically the Bhagavata Purana, are therefore inevitably connected with the history of the Pandava Mahatmas. For them, separation from the Lord was just like the separation of a fish from water. Srimati Kunti Devi, therefore, felt such separation like a thunderbolt and the whole prayer of the Queen is to try to persuade the Lord to stay with them. After the battle of Kurukshetra, Although the inimical kings were killed, their sons and grandsons were still there to deal with the Pandavas. It is not only the Pandavas who were put into condition of enmity, but all of us are always in such a condition. And the best way of living is to become completely dependent on the will of the Lord and thereby overcome all difficulties of material existence. Om Ajnana Timirandasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshuron Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamahyam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Utapadakamalam Shri Guron Vaishnavamsha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Ragunatan Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakan Vitamsha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dina Bando Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vancha Kalpatarubhyasya Kripa Sindhubhyaye Vacha Patita Nam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Namahom Vishnupadaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Shri Mate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswate Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvisesha Shunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadara Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare <clears throat> so 
just because before kunti marani started her prayers uh the battle of kurukshetra was done and krishna was just leaving uh to dwaraka uh, from hastinapura where the pandavas kingdom were there and then kunti marani uh started offering her prayers uh, to krishna this beautiful section here in the shrimad bhagavatam and uh, prabhupada says in this uh, purport that the ultimate reason for the queen uh, to offer these prayers is for uh, for uh, her to request krishna to be uh, to not to leave uh, because they were completely dependent uh, on the mercy of krishna uh prabhupad calls the pandavas the pandava mahatmas so prabhupad in the first half of the purport goes to a great extent to talk to talk about uh, dependence and independence uh, in this uh, material world all of us want to become really independent right because prabhupad says in the material world to do, to be dependent on the mercy of someone else is the utmost sign of misfortune which is which is true we just had uh the independence day of a couple of weeks back and uh, uh, every nation has this right uh, that uh, growing up in india we've, we've heard so much of this history of india being ruled by uh the the britishers before that the the mughal kings so somebody or the other is constantly uh, controlling us and it is really horrible when we are at the mercy of somebody in this world uh, it becomes really atrocious and in the western world we know uh, how there are so many dictators uh, that made people's life miserable that's why prabhupad says it's the sign of uh, utmost sign of misfortune when we are dependent on dependent on somebody else in this material world because <clears throat> Krishna in the, in the Gita talks about so many of his opulences like I am the taste of water, um, I am the syllable Om. Like he gives so many different uh, ways in which we can see Krishna, but just two of those opulences Krishna qualifies. None of those opulences Krishna qualifies. Uh, when Krishna says I am the strength of the strong, he qualifies it by saying devoid of passion and uh, um, forget a desire. devoid of passion and desire that's what krishna says and uh, and in the same way he says um uh, i am uh, sex but done in a religious way like that so these two activities uh, opulence is krishna qualifies uh, especially the strength of the strong right when somebody is dependent on somebody and that person is really strong that is why somebody is dependent on another person usually the weaker people are dependent on somebody who is more stronger than them and if that person in the in the position of strength uh is not devoid of passion and desire then it becomes a big problem uh, we see in, in the case of uh, these dictators that we have had uh, say hitler for example or mussolini or all these big big dictators they, they had so much power and strength right but they used it for their own uh, motives not to help people uh, but, and in such cases it becomes really really horrible uh, so in this material world we have we have experienced only that that when we see somebody who has power and strength they try to exploit other people uh, that's how the power and strength is used and naturally we want to be independent in the, in this world so the the natural tendency for everybody to is to be somehow uh, independent and through the course of us being independent we also try to exploit things that are dependent on us uh, krishna says in the gita apareyam itastvanyam prakritim vidhime param jeeva bhuta mahabaho etam dariyate jagat that there is a superior energy of mind krishna says uh, the the inferior energy that krishna is talking about is material nature right and then there is a superior energy krishna says which is us the spirit souls and what what krishna is saying that they are trying to exploit this inferior energy of mind see that is what all of us are trying to do in this material world we are trying to exploit the material nature and even worse we are even trying to exploit our fellow living beings we have so many slaughter houses 
where so much killing is going on in this world and uh, we we exploiting nature in such unimaginable ways uh, and and hence we are in the situation that that we are in um, so how much ever we try to be independent it is really difficult in fact it's impossible for us to be independent from the clutches of uh, the material energy of krishna because the material energy of krishna is also an energy of krishna right it is a divine energy krishna says daivi hesha gunamai that this uh, material energy consisting of the three gunas uh, passion ignorance and goodness is also a divine energy of krishna so it is not very easy to uh, become independent of the loss of material nature so how much ever we can try to exploit the loss of material nature uh, it is very difficult but krishna says maam evaye prapadyante mayam etam tarantite in the same words krishna says that for one who surrenders unto me then it is very easy to cross over this material ocean material ocean because we try in so many artificial ways like krishna uh, prabhupada is saying here that we have these mechanical gadgets and uh, through through these rockets and other things we want to travel to other planets we have we have done so much destruction to this planet that we are looking for other planets to live in like that <clears throat> but they are these are all very artificial ways in which we are trying to become independent because irrespective of what we try to do we are always in the cycle of birth death disease and old age uh, from that cycle if we want to get out then the only way is to surrender to krishna mamevaye prapadyante surrender only to krishna so that is what the mahatmas do right that prabhupada is calling the pandavas here the pandava mahatmas uh, which is instead of taking shelter of the material energy of krishna they take shelter of krishna's internal energy daivi hesha gunamayi nay mahatmanas tu maam partha daivim prakriti maashrita that uh, krishna says oh arjuna they, these mahatmas take shelter of my uh, internal energy which is uh, far superior than the material energy uh, and as marginal as living entities we are the marginal potency of krishna we have the choice to take shelter of uh, either the external energy of krishna which is this material material energy or the internal energy of krishna which is uh, krishna's spiritual energy so by taking shelter of material energy we are basically trying to create our independence from krishna and through that what results is ironically only suffering krishna in the gita talks about the regulative principles of freedom that we see uh, in america that uh, these dogs are there and the each of these dogs have their own masters uh, when the master says sit down the dog sits down when the master says get up the dog gets up but externally when we see it looks like the master it's like completely uh, under the control of the master right but when you contrast it with the street dogs they they are free to go everywhere um, they have no masters like that and it might look like they're completely independent they can do whatever they want but when we look closer <clears throat> the dog that has the master has a much much better life the master takes such good care of the dogs uh, especially in america if you want to be born as a dog you better be born here you know the they they have really nice uh, care that they are taken care of the dogs are taken care of really nicely whereas if you go to india the street dogs they they hit with stones and if some if they go to a store to eat something they are like shooed away you know it it is really miserable so like that we might think that we are really well off being independent of krishna you know we don't need any master but it it just doesn't uh, uh, give us any satisfaction by being independent but paradoxically if we submit ourselves to the authority of krishna then that is where we derive our most happiness and satisfaction from because of our experiences in this material world of being exploited by people with to whom we depend on uh, it is very hard for us to perceive of uh, how it might be of great satisfaction when we actually depend on somebody krishna says in the gita that this material world is a perverted reflection of the spiritual world right so what is abominable and horrible here 
when seen in the proper perspective when it is not perverted uh, is of the highest nature so that is why krishna says in the gita that is final instructions are sarva dharman paridyajya mamekam sharanam raja aham tvam sarva papebhyo mokshayishyami masucha that he says abandon all varieties of religion you are trying so much uh, with so many other things to give you satisfaction krishna says abandon all varieties and surrender unto me uh, and then he says i will protect you and do not fear right i will clear you of all your sins krishna says and he adds ma suchaha do not fear that this is going to happen because krishna is not a exploitative god you know krishna is called bhakta vatsala in in the in the case of uh, the pandavas that we are discussing krishna was the chariot driver of arjuna right he is the supreme lord himself and yet he is ready to become the chariot driver of of uh, his devotee and uh, they say that du- during the war it is hard for the the warrior to give uh, vocal instructions to the chariot driver you can't say hey go left there go right there so what they do is they put their feet on the shoulder of the chariot driver to indicate this is where i want you to go so that's what arjuna was doing also that he was putting his feet on krishna when krishna was the chariot driver this is the supreme lord himself right in the prayers of uh, kunti we see how she is describing krishna that she, he is the purusham param he is the ultimate supreme being from whom all the universes emanate uh, he is the ultimate creator of all these universes and yet such a person is ready to submit to the authority of his uh, devotee krishna is bound by the love of his devotees so that is the nature of krishna that when we surrender unto krishna <clears throat> we are losing nothing in fact we are gaining so much uh, through this process and uh, uh, and from the devotee's perspective uh, when they surrender like the pandavas uh, kunti maharani kunti was uh, had like really really powerful children right the five pandavas were not ordinary people uh, arjuna was the supermost warrior the topmost warrior uh, of his times and bhima was really really strong her son and yudhishthir maharaj was was so revered by so so many people in this world right so the, and nakula and sahadeva so these five people were not ordinary people and yet you see that she is dependent on on krishna for for uh, protection so when krishna says you surrender unto me he also gives this uh, promise of protecting his devotees and these there are six limbs to sharanagati right or surrender it is anukulyasya sankalpah pratikulyasya varjanam rakshishyati ti vishwasah goptrutve varnam tada karpanyen atmanikshepa that when we surrender to krishna there are six limbs to this surrender uh and it is anukulyasya sankalpa that we accept things that are favorable to uh, our practice of devotional service and uh, rupa goswami says in the nectar of instructions what these are in in the in the most basic sense prabhupad gives the four regulative principles right no meat eating no gambling no intoxication and no illicit sex um uh, 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 these are the things that we have to reject right pratikulyasya varjanam and anukulyasya sankalpa we take things that are favorable to devotional service in the sense we chant uh, the hare krishna maha mantra rupa goswami goes further and then in his nectar of instructions uh, and uh, talks about the six things that we should avoid that are unfavorable for our devotional service atyahara prayasasya prajalpo niyamagraha jana sangasya laulyam cha shadbir bhaktir vinashyati he says six things that destroy bhakti which are atyahara which is over endeavor that we endeavor uh, too much for our sense gratification uh, for our own sense gratification and prayasasya uh, the, the prayasa atyahara and prayasa are interrelated right atyahara is we take too much we accept so many things uh, in terms of more wealth more food in so many other ways we are not satisfied with uh, with what we have and then because we are not satisfied we over endeavor prayasa we put in so much endeavor into things that are not very productive in nature and prajalpa is uh, uh, is uh, 
speaking that is not krishna katha which are which are just uh, gossip uh, you know any speech that doesn't speak about krishna and niyamagraha and follow niyamagraha he splits into two where it is niyamagraha and niyamagraha following rules just for the sake of following rules oh there is this rule i want to somehow follow it right there is no meaning to it or niyamagraha that we are being very lax about the, uh, following the rules without really sticking to the principles chahara prayasascha prajalpo niyamagraha jana sangascha and jana sangha is association of uh, people who are uh, non devotees of krishna and association doesn't mean we go to the office we are with uh, we are there with people we go outside we are there with people that is not what association is association rupa goswami says is of six kinds right dadati pratigrihnati guhya makyati prichiti bhungte bojayate cheva that is uh, we, we only with people who are who we are very close to we give dadati and pratigrihnati that we give them charity we give them gifts and receive gifts from them guhya makyati prichiti that we share our minds with them and then they they ask us Uh, uh, some intimate things uh, and then bungte bojete cheva that we share bread with them we take food with them this is association right so asso- having this association with non devotees is is really dangerous because uh, their consciousness can transfer transfer to us at least when we are in the beginning stages of our bhakti right and laulyam is greed so greed for so many things so the uh, rupa goswami says these six things uh, uh, destroy our bhakti and then similarly he says six things that can help us on the on our path of bhakti right uh, he says utsahan nishchaya dhairya tat tat karma pravartanat sangat tyagat sato vritte shatbhir bhaktir prasidati he says that enthusiasm determination patience uh, and following in the footsteps of great devotees uh he uh, rupa goswami says and here also he says sangatyagat that you avoid the association of non devotees so like that there are things that are favorable to devotional service and the things that are unfavorable to devotional service we accept things that are favorable to devotional service and we reject things that are unfavorable to devotional service these are the first two limbs of sharanagati right then the third limb of sharanagati is rakshishyatiti vishwasah that we have this firm faith that krishna will protect us that is a part of uh, a limb of surrender when we surrender to krishna we have to have this firm faith that krishna will protect us how that protection of krishna is different uh, f- according to different people and it is krishna's will for example the pandavas krishna was physically protecting them right every single time the pandavas were put in danger krishna was there to protect them physically but we see in the case of parikshit maharaj krishna didn't physically protect him right when parikshit maharaj was cursed to die in 7 days he did die in 7 days uh, but nevertheless krishna's protection was still there for parikshit maharaj in the sense that he was able to fully focus on on krishna for 7 days before leaving his body and krishna promises this in the gita right he says ananyas chintayan tomam yejana paryupasate tesham nityabhyuktanam yogakshemam vahamiham that ananya chintaya for my devotees who are ananya bhaktas or who are unflinching devotees of mine uh, or ananya is not unflinching exactly it is they don't have any other shelter people who have taken soul shelter of krishna they are ananya bhaktas uh, he says i i protect what they have and give them what they lack krishna is promising this in the in the gita krishna is promising his protection and most importantly what krishna protects is krishna protects our uh, the creeper of devotional service right that is the most important thing everything in this material world including our body is temporary in nature so the, it is it is natural that everything that is material is going to deteriorate over a period of time uh, but krishna says but bhakti doesn't deteriorate right uh, even when you do little bit of bhakti that bhakti stays with us forever and we continue from where we left off krishna definitely protects our bhakti uh, so that is uh, krishna's promise uh, krishna's protection is there although if in so many ways in in the shrimad bhagavatam we see krishna protecting irrespective of which species the devotee is in right krishna protects gajendra gajendra is an elephant 
in, in a second the acharyas say when gajendra called for krishna's protection uh, he came so fast that garuda which is krishna's carrier uh, uh, was running behind krishna krishna didn't have time to wear his shoes uh, wait for garuda to take him he came so fast to protect gajendra that uh, garuda was behind krishna so krishna offers protection not only to human beings per se but even to animals if if they are pure devotees right and uh, uh, in, in, even in the human beings he doesn't uh, uh, differentiate in case of Prahlad Maharaj, he was five years old. He was a five-year-old child. For a five-year-old child, he appeared as Lord Nrishingadev to give protection to Prahlad Maharaj. In the case of uh, Draupadi, here in the in the Pandavas, when when Draupadi was dragged into the assembly, with them, they were trying to disrobe her, which was horrible, right? The 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 the, the, the Kauravas wanted to see her naked. They they were they dragged her in the assembly of so many people and were trying to disrobe her. And there Krishna was there to protect Draupadi. He gave her like unlimited sari. In the case of all this, uh, uh, Kunti Marani is remembering in, in the previous prayers, right? How Krishna protected uh, all of them. And uh, and even now, she is still depending on Krishna. Uh, the, the battle of Kurukshetra is over, but Kunti Marani is saying in this prayer that, Krishna, you are leaving us now when... All we have created so much enmity, right? All these kings have been slayed, and their sons and grandsons are still there, who are going to be so uh, inimical towards us. They're gonna, we, we are in so much danger, and you're you're leaving now. This is the complete dependency on on the Pandavas. Prabhupada says on in the purport and calls them Pandava Mahatmas. That although they have so much prowess, that they are still dependent on Krishna. <clears throat> And this this is the devotees, right? And Prabhupada says the devotees uh, are not idle parasites of the Lord. Okay, their dependency is there. The devotees are completely dependent on Krishna, but they are not parasitic in nature, in the sense that I am going to take, 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 take. Uh, the devotees are in fact of the complete opposite nature. That Prabhupada says they are really qualified, right? Uh, in the in, in the purport. Uh, the Pandavas, uh, I'm not able to get it, but Prabhupada says in the purport that these were really qualified people, right? As devotees, we have to be also really qualified in whatever skill that Krishna has given us and use that skill in Krishna's service. Nimitta matram bhava savya sachin. Krishna says in the Gita that uh, Arjuna, I have killed everybody. <laughs> it's not that you have, I'm dependent on you to kill all these uh, soldiers. You be an instrument, uh, is what Krishna is saying. That nimitta matram bhava savya sachin. So, from our perspective as devotees, we can try to be that. That we are completely dependent on Krishna for whatever we have to do. And if Krishna wills, we can be an instrument in Krishna's uh, desire. That is the that is the uh, nature of, of a devotee. Is that he doesn't try to be completely uh, independent he is always dependent on krishna but being dependent on krishna it is not uh, we do nothing it's not like we do nothing krishna asked arjuna to fight the battle right ma manusmara yudhyacha that think of me and fight the battle uh, krishna is instructing arjuna so <clears throat> the, this protection is always there from krishna and as devotees we have to have this firm faith uh, that Rakshishyatiti Vishwasaha, that Krishna will protect me, and Gopritve Varnam Tata, that Krishna is my only master, that I don't have any other master, that Krishna is my only master, and I have firm faith that Krishna will protect me. Uh, that is the uh, Anga of Bhakti. And Karpanya and Atmanikshepa are humility and surrendering oneself uh, to, to Krishna. Uh, that happens o- over a period of time, of course. That is essentially why we have so many verses uh, in the in the Gita to talk about the greatness of Krishna, right? Then it tells us how insignificant we are. That hopefully uh, <laughs> helps us in developing this quality of humility uh, when we surrender to Krishna. And Krishna doesn't mean just Krishna, right? Krishna means his devotees, his paraphernalia and everything else also. So, Prabhupada often gives the example that when, when, when you say that the king is coming, it doesn't mean just the king is coming alone. He is coming with his entire entourage, right? So, similarly like that, when we say Krishna, it includes the devotees also. Uh, 
that we have to have uh, we have to develop this quality of humility and uh, surrender to our senior authorities also uh, to the devotees also uh, uh, because it's only by their mercy right this compassion is there in the heart of the devotees they are called vancha kalpatarubhyasya kripa sindhu bhayevacha that they are the ocean of mercy that devotees when we surrender to them we are surrendering to a spiritual master right it is not krishna it is easy to surrender to krishna in some ways because we know his greatness but we are surrendering to somebody who looks exactly like us who is seemingly doing things that we are also we are we are doing in this world and yet uh, krishna says tadviddhi pranipatena pariprashnena sevya you have to go and serve such a person uh, so that is the harder part right that uh, surrendering to somebody who who looks like us but then uh, but instead of try instead of thinking from our material experiences that such a person is going to exploit us the nature of vaishnavas is that they are kripa sindhu that they are ocean of mercy and they are so merciful on on the on everybody else that they are uh, giving this mercy we saying every day in the morning like samshara dhavan alalida loka tranaya karunya ghana ghanatvam that this material world is like a blazing fire forest fire and uh, krishna is like the ocean of all this mercy and uh, the spiritual master is taking that ocean uh, of mercy and then uh, giving that rainfall to the living entities who are being burnt by this uh, material nature so prabhupada that's what says in the, in the in the end of this purport that uh that it, it is not only the pandavas who are put in the condition of enmity but all of us are always in such a condition that is the nature of this material world and the best way of living entity is to become completely dependent on the will of the lord and thereby overcome all difficulties of material existence that is the only way that to overcome all these material difficulties that we are having the only way for us is to become completely dependent uh, on the lord and his devotees and in that way uh, we can overcome our material difficulties uh, gradually so we are there in terms of time so i'll stop here and if there are any questions or uh, comments yes please yeah i'm trying <laughs> i wouldn't say I'm fully surrendering i mean the, the, the people that we are reading the devotees that we are reading in, in shrimad bhagavatam are uttam adhikaris right pure devotees of the lord kunti marani is is in a is in a really high position because they are completely dependent on the lord uh, when we are surrendering taking shelter of the spiritual master uh, we are uh, we are the spiritual master also knows that this is a process that we are starting from from somewhere but the intention is there to surrender and ultimately our goal is to be completely surrendered to krishna but one thing simple thing i would say is uh, when we are taking up this process of krishna consciousness itself right so before in in my own personal case i was doing so many things uh, that i thought uh, would give me happiness but when i took up to this path of krishna consciousness i surrendered to this idea of these four regulative principles and chanting the 16 rounds and just by doing these uh, activities so many of the problems uh, uh, go away uh, are uh, the, the four principles that we have just really abominable activities right going and uh, drinking somewhere or having intoxication or eating meat these give these give us so many problems just by surrendering to the spiritual master and taking up his instruction that you have to follow these four regulative principles and chant the holy names right the positive aspect also has to be there then we have this path cleared out in a way for us to practice bhakti uh, that krishna says uh, in the nectar of uh, rupa goswami says in the nectar of devotion is that the the first two things that happen as a result of taking up bhakti are kleshagni and shubhada that the kleshas or all the impurities are start start to burn away and shubhada is all auspiciousness uh, happens right so when we start listening to the instructions of the spiritual master these might look basic but these are the most important instructions that we take up we vow to follow throughout our lives right 
so when we try to follow that in my own personal experience i see that krishna helps uh, in the in the path of devotional service that all the things that were hindrances previously uh, start to go away uh, all the association that i was having that was not helping me uh, progress in the path of devotional service without, without me even trying somehow krishna extricates me from such a position and puts me in the association of devotees where it is conducive for me to practice devotional service so so that's what i would say that i i, I won't i don't think of things that are really high in terms of punti marani where it's utmost surrender prabhupada's disciples did that right prabhupada would go on a train and say hey you get down from here and start a tre- temple there <laughs> they were so surrendered to prabhupada they didn't think about anything these six uh, devotees of prabhupada who prabhupada sent to start uh, the movement in the uk right they were really new people so i am no way surrendered in that level to to the spiritual master but at least i try in terms of the 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 promise the vow i took uh, during my initiation that okay i try to follow the rules strictly and chant my rounds and in that way i see that this is there is some pro- progress some some little progress thank you bro do you have any question yes yeah yeah i mean uh, the 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 uh, the convincing part comes from the shastra right the shastras are very clear tad vignartam saguru meva bigachet prabhupad quotes this in so many ways that we have to take shelter of it's there in the shrutis is there in the vedas is there in the bhagavatam is there in the gita that taking shelter of the spiritual master is is the only way uh, that we can uh, approach krishna because in our own directly we are not qualified at all to approach krishna right so the spiritual master is important in the sense that the spiritual master is a transparent via media that's how prabhupad describes spiritual master right spiritual master is not somebody who is blocking your way to krishna but in fact think of the spiritual master like a like a telescope right you see the moon but when you have a telescope you see great details of the moon so like that that's the spiritual master the spiritual master is very merciful in that he is giving us shelter and teaching us the proper way to approach krishna uh, in our services so so that is where we have to take shelter that the shastras say that's how we have to get convinced uh, because that is the highest uh, pramana right okay pratyaksha anumana and shabda out of all the three pramanas shabda pramana is the topmost of all the pramanas that's one thing and the other thing is uh, even in our own uh, uh, experiences we can we can see Uh, that uh, even in the material world we have gone to schools we have gone to colleges when there is somebody who is really good as a mentor then we see uh, the effect on us right the, we 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 go to the schools we have teachers who teach us things uh, even for material things we need people to teach us but for us to understand things properly in in, in our spiritual life we definitely need somebody who can guide us properly uh, in our path so that is why we definitely need a spiritual master and the spiritual master also is in two ways right one is the diksha guru and one is the siksha guru uh, you have the vartamana pradakshaka guru or path pradakshaka guru is somebody who shows shows you the path somebody if you have in, if you have in the krishna consciousness movement you are there in the bhagavatam class it means somebody has told you about it and you have experienced something to come and sit here isn't it it's not without any experience that you are coming and sit here in the bhagavatam yes correct correct no no so the shastras say that before surrendering to a spiritual master you have to see if the if the person is really um, qualified you don't just go and surrender to anybody isn't it so similarly the spiritual master also uh, has this period uh, where he tests the disciple 
So there is this mutual thing that's going on, like in any relationship between the spiritual master and the disciple. It is not, it's not blind. Uh, in, the, in the purport to uh, the famous verse, Tadvidhi Pranipatena, Prabhupada says, we condemn blind belief and absurd inquiries. So surrendering to a spiritual master in a blind way is not recommended at all. Uh, that's exactly not uh, the shastra don't don't say that hey you've seen this person everybody says this person is so great go and surrender no you use your intelligence and see if this person is really qualified right if these the shastras give the the spiritual master has to come from a bona fide disciplic succession and the spiritual master has to in the in the in the nectar of instruction rupa goswami says this you have to surrender only to an uttam adhikari so what are the symptoms of an uttam adhikari? We have to know that. Isn't it? So then we see this person has these qualifications, uh, these characteristics that the shastras say that a spiritual master should have. Then we go and take shelter of that spiritual master. And we, how we do this is in a very humble mood. Not in a... Uh, 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 what do you say? In a, in a confrontational mood. Right? We, we look at this from the perspective of the Shastra, not judging the person, but for seeing if the person actually has the qualifications that the Shastra is saying that the spiritual master should have. Then we surrender to such a person. Right? Then we will, we will, and of course, Krishna is there within the heart. And if we are sincere in our endeavor to surrender to a spiritual master, Krishna will help us. That is, you ask everybody who has taken shelter of their spiritual master. Everybody will say that uh, when I saw that person, I knew that this was the person that I need to take shelter of. Right? So when we are constantly and sincerely thinking about it, praying to Krishna, that Krishna, I think I am ready to surrender to a spiritual master. Please, uh, please uh, show me, guide me to my spiritual master. Krishna will help. Because Krishna wants us uh, to go back home, back to God more than we want to go back. Right? And Prabhupada is there. We pray to Prabhupada that Prabhupada please help us uh, in our uh, search for this, to surrender to a spiritual master. And we don't have to go shopping in the sense, hey, is this the person? Is that the person? It, it naturally happens that Krishna gives us the Guru and the Guru takes us back to Krishna. That then naturally the spiritual master will come into our lives. So, so that's the process. That we have to be very convinced of this fact that in devotional service, it's not our own personal endeavor. Krishna is there on the other end helping us. Right? We might think that, hey, I'm doing everything on my own. No, it is a relationship. Right? What we're trying to do in bhakti is prema. Prema means loving relationship with Krishna. So this relationship is there. So when we take the first step, Krishna will also help us in our uh, endeavor. So, so that's what I would say. That we definitely have to take the shelter of Shastra. In, among the Guru, Sadhu, Shastra, Guru is a Guru because he is following the Shastra. Sadhus are Sadhus because they are following the Shastra. Shastra is really important uh, in, in these three. But cannot be taken independently also. That's why we have the triangle, right? I could go and interpret it in however different ways that I want Shastra. But Shastra, we have to take shelter of, of the Shastra. Shastras are very clear about the qualifications of a Guru, uh, the re- necessary requirements of everybody to take shelter of a spiritual master. So through this, we can come to know that, okay, this is a bona fide spiritual master, this is not a bona fide spiritual master, like that. And this relationship is also eternal in nature. The relationship between the Guru and the disciple is also eternal in nature. Right. So... We have we have an eternal relationship with the spiritual master, and uh, the spiritual master will come when we are ready. Thank you. Yes, bro. Yeah. So, guru is somebody who is uh, your uh, spiritual teacher, right? It could be siksha or diksha. Some ways in which they are directly guiding you, I would say. Uh, Sadhus are devotees, the community of devotees who are practicing devotional service. It could be from the past also. Like the six Goswamis are Sadhus. Right? What, do the, what, what did the Sadhus do uh, is, is also a barometer of how we look at the Shastra. 
and how we look at the guru right in the guru sadhu shastra triangle it could you might you might not be directly related to them but they are still a practicing community of devotees uh, who you might not take direct instruction from but they are still practicing devotees of uh, of uh, who are really elevated in their practice they are sadhus does it make sense uh both <laughs> so the 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 shiksha guru and the diksha guru are equally important we have to respect both of them equally uh, is what the shastra say so even in our own uh, uh, parampara the the guru parampara that we have on the altar not every body has a diksha relationship right so prabhupada's diksha guru is bhakti siddhan saraswati we have him his diksha guru was gaur kishor das baba ji but bhakti vinod takur was not the diksha guru of gaur kishor das baba ji maharaj right he was a shiksha guru like that jagannath das baba ji was not the diksha guru of bhakti vinod takur he was a shiksha guru so we give them equal importance the shiksha guru and the diksha guru uh, diksha guru is the one who formally connects you to the parampara that is the that is the uh, difference but uh the diksha guru and shiksha guru are giving you more important is their instructions right that is helping you in uh, progress in the path of bhakti yeah and that's why the shiksha guru is not an ordinary position also right when we take up a shiksha guru we have we also have to have all these qualifications right since the diksha guru and shiksha guru are such high positions the shiksha guru also has to be of some high nature that you taking instructions from somebody who is more advanced yeah i mean it depends on how the nature of the shiksha right if it is something that is very Uh, uh specific to your situation then the person who is giving you instruction has to know about your circumstances uh before he can actually give you an instruction so in that case the shiksha has to be really intimate right you need to say hey i want to have this relationship with you is that okay because it's a two way thing you just can't say hey i'm going to take you as shiksha guru the other person also has to be willing to give instruction isn't it so then okay that is one way the other way is shiksha in the general sense that we listen to so many people and then we can learn about the shastra or uh, our progress in spiritual life okay in that sense there might not be a direct uh, connection with them but we in our hearts at least we take them as the, as instructing spiritual masters like that because they are talking to us about general principles no it's 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 not hard but ideally in a community it naturally happens that there are people who are definitely much more advanced than anybody else people who inspire uh, many many others like that and uh, for different people it is different also so my spiritual master gives this example of uh, vrindavan so in vrindavan uh, everybody were good citizens of nanda maharaj right uh, and then but they had cordial relationships with everybody but they had their own uh, circle of like minded uh, associates the, the gopas had their own group the gopis had their own group uh, to serve krishna that right and then each of them had their direct relationship with krishna also so he says in the same way uh, we have to be good citizens of iskon in the sense that we have nice uh, cordial relationships with everybody but we have to find our own like minded association because everybody is different right uh, 
So we have to find our own like-minded association and then have our direct relationship with Krishna, uh, with Srila Prabhupada. Prabhupada is the primary Siksha Guru. Everything that we learn is from Srila Prabhupada's books. Isn't it? So he is our primary Siksha Guru for everybody in ISKCON. So Prabhupada is there. He Prabhupada said this famous thing, right? To a reporter in San Francisco, he said, Swamiji, what will happen to you after you die? Prabhupada said, I will never die. I will always live in my books. So Prabhupada is living in his books through his uh, vani, through his instructions. So he is our primary Siksha Guru. And when, when we are sincerely endeavoring for this, Krishna will give us uh, this association that we will we will have such a person come into our lives who can help us in our path of bhakti. But here we have so many devotees in our community who we can take shelter of. Like so many people here, devotees have been practicing for decades. So they are a wealth of knowledge in devotional service. Right. So if we have uh, any uh, thing that we want to talk to them, then. We reveal our minds to them, to a person who we we have confidence in. That's another thing, right? Rupa Goswami says, Dadati Pratikrikhnati, Guhya Makyati Prachiti. That sharing our minds is one of the activities of loving exchanges between devotees. So, where they say that you inquire from them about uh, uh, confidential topics. Prabhupada writes in the purport of that verse. So, we we find somebody who is more advanced than us. We develop a relationship with them and then we can reveal our minds to them and in that way uh, take specific instructions. Uh, general instructions you can ask anybody uh, who, who you think uh, is qualified, who you think can help you. Yeah. Okay. Hare Krishna, thank you so much. Grantra Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai, Shla Prabhupada ki jai, Kaura Bhakta Prandi ki jai.